here for you. You are here for us. We are here together, and that makes it our time at the Fest Podcast. Ooh, you came up with that all by yourself. You like that? That was a good written you, script right there. You Here's a clap to me. You didn't even screw it up this yeah. time. <laughs> all right, so we're here to do episode five. How do you feel about that? Good, because we got our boys back here. Light Jumper Media? Light Jumper Media. Let's give them a round. Another Jacob round and every, Yay, there they are. They're the guys. boys. They're looking good. Looking at all different Keeping things. us real. Keeping, Keeping us real. real. We have an audience. They get all set up. They look very technical. <laughs> we just sort of sit here and talk. So Talk shop. Doing? Talk shop. All right. Sound shop. check it. Sound check this sucker. ND Country Fest updates. We'll jump into those. Then we'll hit the festival news around the world. We have some that are close to home and some that are not so close to home. I think they're both close to home. Mm, yeah, you know what? You're right. They're, they're all both in the, in the U.S. this time. So they're both they're both in the U.S. and Midwest. Right. Headliner. Little is bit. Colorado really the Midwest? That's more of the West. No, I think it is the Midwest. I look it up. So. Somebody look it Rockies. up. Comment on below. Comment below. <laughs> Just one comment. That's all we want. Someone, not my mom. Headliner will be a little bit of me, a little bit of Ralphie, and a new one, a new character. You'll have to wait till Big see bro. who that is. Oh, cats out of the bay. <laughs> we want to tease it a little bit. <laughs> Ralphie's top three. We'll get to, and then stage left. Well, we got some good stories for stage left. I think so. I You're was getting, supposed to do something, and I didn't get a chance to go see the movie this week. So now you just let them know that you didn't go to the show. But I'm gonna go tomorrow. And you're getting really personal. I am at the end of this. Really personal. Stay tuned for that. Ooh. Personal, personal with Jared. How can they find us, Wait, Jared? How personal. That's up to I'm you. I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> all right, calls to action. So we're on iTunes and all your other podcasting uh, sources. So we want you to go there, rate, review, and uh, subscribe. The more subscribers we have, the more ratings we have. It all helps the algorithm and helps us get heard. So and then share it amongst your friends. We're also on YouTube. Guys from Light Jumper Media do a great job uh, making us look very good at what we do. So go over there and honor their hard work by uh, subscribing, hitting notification button, the bell button. I don't know. Everything and anything. Just bang every button that's on that screen. (laughs) As hard as you can. Whoa. All right, Jerry. All right. Those are our (laughs) calls to action. Do you have any other calls to action you want to do? No, I don't think I can do any better than that. Do any better than banging all the buttons? No, no, I sure can't. All right. You can appreciate that. So we're going to roll into the NDCF uh, update. (laughs) Sponsored by uh, Lee Jaworski. Find your keys with Lee. Oh, you didn't even let me do with Lee. Alliance. Reality? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think that's right. Big things going on, Jared. VIP camping update. Where are we at? Am I winning my bet or am I losing my bet? I'm getting a little nervous. The, what is the bet? Let Your senior know. picture, which is uber classic, the greatest senior picture I have ever seen versus my mediocre senior picture. I don't know. I think I can find one. I, it's pretty. It's pretty. Wyoming 1988. <laughs> How's that? Get your cowboy hat on your boots. There's, I do have a good one, like eighth grade. I'm wearing an IZOD, pop the collar, and I think I have a tail and spiked hair. Then that's the one I want on there. I'll see if I can find that. That's so a good the one. bet is VIP camping will sell out by the 16th. I'm saying it is because early bird pricing is going to make it the most affordable. Yes. And if, if it does sell out, then your senior photo Picture, is going up it's there. It's going up on the screen there with Lee. I just changed it, though. It's going to be his middle school photo. If I can find that one. That's a hard, hard If get. we don't sell out, then mine goes up there. Yeah, and yours is so way, way better. Yeah. If anybody who watches and follows me on Facebook and all that, my wife put that up about six months ago. It's the greatest. 
She likes totally to put the, the pictures of shirtless Luke Schaefer yeah. up there. Hey, hey, hey. There's so a whole fan club. 25 VIP camping spots left. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're going. They're going to go fast. I believe by the 16th, which is on a Wednesday. We got about noon. a week, eight days. For Something like that. that yep. And then um, that baby will be gone. I bet it will be. And then we'll see Jared's Jared's little young mug up on the. A on little the- young mug. <laughs> little punk rock Jared, maybe, if I can find that picture. And like Jared mentioned, early bird pricing, we are in effect right now. It's still 50% off of gate pricing. It's about one of the best prices, second best all year. If you missed out on the alumni discount, hit up ndcountryfest.com for those tickets. Your uh, your VIP camping, your VIP tickets, your GA, your Frontier, all of your ND Country Fest. You haven't gotten them yet. This is the best time to buy because it's just going to go up, up, up from here. And it does. And that's what happens with all festivals. I mean, anybody who's a festival, festy. I like festi- to buy my ticket the day of just to make sure. And I love fair. guys like you. Right? I make you money, right? <laughs> you don't like the guys that are doing the early I love them pricing. all. I love them all. Yeah, you'd rather see the guy full price. So for you, yes. the VIP, for me? the VIP weekend ticket yes. is getting tight as well, Ooh. which is great. I think you're just teasing. Me I so am not. I can, <laughs> you can get my money now. All right. Talk to me about this casino. Hey, idea. Yeah. Casino. So we are going to be in the books as one of the first country music festivals with a casino, a full live casino sure on site. First ever. Well, first ever. We'll just say in North Dakota with that attorney coming out in you. There's got to be like a music festival mm. at a casino, right? It's, it, hey, man, it's extremely difficult to do this. I mean, it took us a year to get this approved. So the casino is in the day drinking bar. The casino is in the day drinking bar, but we open up at 10 a.m. Thursday, Friday and Saturday, and it'll be open till 1 a.m. Cleverly hidden so in the morning day morning drinking, afternoon drinking, night drinking and late night drinking huh? and gambling and gambling. What could go wrong? It would be awesome. It would be awesome. Yeah, You know what is even better? What makes it even better? Jared, air conditioned it's fully air conditioned that's makes it the best yes so what are you going to have in there you have a little blackjack so there'll be pull tabs pull tabs are the regular pull tabs the, the ones that you can actually tear open i don't even know what you're talking about well you should go get so some you, pull tabs you my friend you can them rip open. them open and then there's lines whether you're a winner or not so you have those uh, they have electronic pull tabs what it opens you the thing for you uh no it's kind of like it looks very similar to a uh you know I kind of know. like a slot machine. It looks like it a looks slot like one. I don't know. But how we can't else call it a pull tab. But so it's an electronic pull tab. We can't call it a slot machine, so we're gonna call it an p- electronic pull tab. And there's there's a bunch of those in there. Nice. And then a good handful of blackjack tables. Nice. And actually, you know, I like I do, a little blackjack. That was fun. I do need to mention though, it is sponsored and run by North Dakota State Teammakers. Oh, so there, it's a fundraiser with the it, school. That's right, for the North Dakota State Athletic Department for scholarships and academic scholarship for the athletic Support department. Support the athletic department. One would wonder. I guess you are bison. Yeah. (laughs) Who knew at North Dakota state. So that's the casino. We're excited about that. That's a great update. And uh, let's hear a little bit about Lee. Shall we Jared? We shall. What sets me apart is I like to interact with my eight clients a little bit more, maybe just actually become more friends with them than just a client business relationship. I'd probably have to say it'd be who hut just because I like the food and my daughter absolutely loves it. I chose real estate because I like to help people and it's fun, it's exciting, it can be stressful, but it's always good to just find a solution to a problem. 
That was Find Your Keys with Lee, Lee Jaworski, the sponsor of NDCF Updates. Nice. So now we're going to move into festival news from around the world. And really just around the U.S. today. Did, so Yeah, today we kept it close to home. All right. So you've got one that's really close to home. I do. I do. I have one that's really close to home that comes sparring out of Walker, Minnesota. Sparring? It's, one has been around for 30 years. The other one's been around for 15, but there is some kind of sad news. That's everybody who's uh, a festy or knows festivals, knows Moondance Country Jam. Right. And everybody knows Moondance Rock and Classic Rock Festival. So the Rock Festival's been going on for like 30 years. 30 years, and it's a blast. And it's been, like I said, it's been around 30 years, and it's a staple in that area. Uh Moon dance, rock and jam and country <laughs> has been around for 15, but some sad news that came across um, just a couple days ago. Actually, it was Friday. It just came out that 2021 will be their final year of both festivals. Wow. So is this a COVID pandemic related thing or is it just run its course? Yeah, Kathy, the owner, uh, put that statement out um, to everybody, you know, through their mouth, through the masses. It did say it had a lot to do with the pandemic, but it also did say that it's going to look a little bit different after that. Ooh, cryptic. That's almost like so a Luke Schaefer tease. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know exactly what that means, but it did say that 2021 would be the final year for both festivals and in the future it may look a little different but i don't know what i don't know what that means i don't but they have a great lineup you know for uh for the jam and country and the rock one but um it's always sad to hear that story and hear those that are the pandemic swallows one you well know, it's just not fun it's not cool it's We're, swallowed a lot of things so. yeah. yeah and it's you know the festival world it's there's not many around right so it's a everybody kind of knows each other whether they don't know them personally, but they know of them. Right. So you kind of kind of feel for all those folks when that hits home. And that's really close. I mean, that's only, I mean, shoot, that's only maybe five, five hours from us, four hours from it's us. It's like around the corner in North Dakota time, right? Oh, really? In festival world, it is because right. that's pretty close, right. you know, and that's that's unfortunate. And that was bad to, not fun to hear, but uh, best of luck to all of them for 2021. And hopefully it goes out extremely well for them. Yeah. So how about you, Jared? Mine, I'm going to go back to the Red Rocks, I guess, since we talked about that last week as being one of the ultimate concert venues. Uh, a band called the Gasoline Lollipops, which are rock alt country, I guess. Never heard of them. Mm -hmm. Might have to go look them up after this. They're doing an album release party at the Red Rocks. Uh, so this may be the only rock show that's going to play at the Red Rocks for this year up into, until next year. And really, that's just the logistics of the whole thing. So they really had to work hard with um, sponsors, renting the place, doing the advertisement, selling albums to get in there, uh, mainly because it costs about 15 grand to rent Red Rocks. Yeah. And guess how many people they're allowing in? 5,000, half capacity. Half capacity, capacity is... 10 95 95 but capacity 10 but no you're wrong so seven seven thousand let's go big you're going big you're just <laughs> hey, well we expanded it to so 14, if you could have had seven thousand at indie country <laughs> fest this year would you have done oh it? yeah totally yeah you probably would have done it with five right mm, yeah probably probably yeah and just hope everybody For drank sure. a lot yeah i want to have a good time yep so or we would have possibly now we're not to take away from your news possibly add another day Oh, spread it out. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. We're always thinking, Jared. Go ahead. You are always thinking. All right. So we guess again. You're wrong. 
So I don't want to know if it's not la- if it's less than half. Know. I don't I don't so care. Half I mean, is five. Like, that's not cool. So yeah. it's not twenty five hundred. It's not a thousand. Five hundred people. A hundred and seventy five people <laughs> are allowed. So here's the deal. You've got to rent all the equipment. You've got to rent all the lights. You've got to rent all of that. You've got to pay fifteen grand to Red Rocks, and then you've got to make that money back with one hundred and seventy-five people in the place. So are they live streaming it and charging it or anything, or what? They worked out uh, in Fort Collins. The people that are renting them the equipment are doing it low budget. They're they're just trying to make a you know, hey, we're going to do a show here. one of their fans worked out a deal for marketing and it was really sort of a homegrown effort to try to get this on. So there's probably going to be about 175 people in the Red Rocks, which if you is could, empty, if you could see your favorite band at the Red Rocks where there's just 175 of you, I would go. That'd be cool, right? Oh yeah. But you no know, hesitation, but it depends how much it was. How much is a ticket? Do they say uh, they didn't say? So I'll have to go back six and look grand. At but you know the Red Rocks <laughs> has been trying to do some cool things. So last weekend yeah, they, they had a live streaming festival where they brought in you know um, a bunch of different bands, country, rap, rock, and they just brought them out. They do their set and then they'd leave, send them out on a bus and go. So it was kind of one of these things where they're just trying to showcase probably what I think is the premier place to see a show. Right. I'm a big fan of that area. The way it looks, the way the seats, it's just cozy and comfy. Yeah. It's just the ultimate show. I like it. So I was just interested in, you know, the, the behinds of behind the scenes, I guess the ultimate birthday party would be renting the red rocks for 15 grand and then bringing in your own band. Huh? It's in your future, my friend. Oh, I think so. I got to win the power ball and then it'll be fun. Maybe. All right. So we're (laughs) heading into the headliner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indie Country Fest 2021 is coming back stronger and better than ever with headliners Brantley Gilbert. It's not as bad as Dustin Lynch. Boats on a night like this. Little Texas. God bless Texas. Special guest Leroy Parnell. What kind of food do you think I am? Diamond Rio. When we meet in the middle. John Michael Montgomery. Life's dance you learn as you go. With much more to come. Plan now to attend Dakota's largest and nation's fastest growing country music and camping festival, ndcountryfest.com, July 8th through the 10th, 2021 at New Salem, North Dakota. Sponsored by Coors Light, Action Motorsports, New Vision Security, Trans Trash, Smith Works, and American Family Insurance, DJ Culture Agency. Here we are. We're at the headliner. Jared brought to you by Bruno's Pizza, $15.99. Any large pizza. Chase the flavor. Order yours today at brunosnd.com. Calm. Nice. So the headliner again, we're going back to you. A little bit of me, a little bit of Ralphie, and then the Your mystery guest. So where we left off last time, you it's the day before, the night before. You've The semis have rolled in. You've had that great feeling of an empty field turning into like a little city or a village. The stage has popped up. 
and you're good to go. Yeah, and we're talking about, just so to be clear, we're talking about the very first NDCF one. NDCF number one. I always get confused. <laughs> you guys start talking around. I'm like, wait, is that one? Is that two? Is that three? Start where are we talking at? shop and hey, mm-hmm. remember this, remember that, man. And, and I'm like, just getting confused. Hey. Who played where? Who who sung what? What went on? What so are we're you guys just, saying? We're just talking NDCF one. So it's your first time putting on a production like this. You're there. <laughs> You're at the field. It's the morning of what describe the layout. So the layout when Ralphie and I were looking at it and we plan it, you know, you have all these, if you want to call it AutoCAD or drawings, you know, that we have, right. I mean, there's literally you lay so it you out on a computer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we lay it out and, you know, and there was different things going on because nothing like this, once again, has never been done before in that area. So we had <laughs> the stage, obviously, and then we had a huge chain link fence going right down the middle of the whole area. Now, what that was, was we had to split it due to a beer garden where 21 and over was on one side and 21 and under wait, on wait. the other. Yeah, it's a chain link fence down the center of the field. <laughs> six footer. It's a, a six, six footer. Foot. Thank you to, yeah, six where people fall modern fence it. works. Thank you. No, no, no. It was a six foot fence, chain link fence. So it's like me plus minus four inches. So yeah, and that sucker went from the middle of the stage all the way back about 200 and about 200 yards. So back. let me guess all the people were on the non-drinking side. No. <laughs> so how many people were on the non-drinking side? Like 10, uh, maybe a couple hundred out of thousands. <laughs> so everybody's jammed into the bar. They're all stuck in there. Well, it was heavy loaded on, if they're on the stage, it was heavy loaded on this side and not so much on this side. It doesn't make for good pictures. <laughs> Well, we had, so that was down that way. And then we had reserved seating too, that was out there for another 500. And then the other side was a pit, but you still had to be under, you had to be, you know, you could be over age or under age, but you just couldn't bring your beer over there. But once again, remember, that sounds all very complicated trying to figure out where everybody's Well, and it was turns out, right. Right. Just get um, rid of the fence and go. Well, that's a whole different deal, my right. friend, right? Because that's, once again, one of those first time for everything. And that's where we were uh, That's where we were at with the whole thing logistically and, you know, legally at that time. Right. You know, trying to work getting out. everything cleared and what, how are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? And that's, that's what we're we going to put on. a f- six-foot fence down the world. Well, that down was the, the middle. concern, yeah. Nobody like, can get over the wall. Easy enough. We'll run a six-footer down, <laughs> down the <laughs> You're here. You're there. Except everybody's going to want to be over here. <laughs> but to be clear for safety, I mean, there were collapses collapsibles every 20 yards so in case anything ever happened way to see why yourself (laughs) (laughs) so So that's what was going on so it looks great well we looked at that thing on that morning and all the banners were up and the fences were up you're like hey this looks good tents were up the 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 food vendors in the back were just rolling ralphie's beer garden that he had set up just looked amazing there was signage everywhere and a huge semi and i was like man this is legit right like this looks good and uh and then there was there was the first layout there was obviously some some issues going on there that we didn't quite know of until people started so it starts you're getting ready we're getting closer and closer to what do you call it when they come out what's the I don't know what's up. Stage right is what they. <laughs> like, no, we opened up the up, gates. Curtains. We opened. We opened up. The, we opened up right, and then people just started flooding in. Usually, if anybody knows that about any type of uh, outdoor, right? People you know, are going to show up early, try to get their seat. Mm, no, usually they show up later because if they already have their seats, they're already usually VIP and reserved. Oh. But they show up usually when the sun starts coming 
down because it's not hot. Right. So up until then, you knew you sold some tickets, so you knew people were oh, going to Oh, we knew, yeah. We knew so we had thousands coming. You weren't nervous about that part. No. And you're always just sitting there looking like, okay, what's traffic going to look like? How, and traffic as far as foot traffic, like how are they going to come in? Which way are they going to go? Where are they going to gravitate right. to? All that kind of stuff. And this is the first time you've done it, but <laughs> yeah. I know you. Your mind is always analyzing, how do I make this better? How do I do this? What can I do? And then yeah. it's got to be information overload at this point, right? Oh, it totally was. Totally was. Because you're, you're looking at it and all of a sudden you see thousands of people at the gate and then they're rushing in and like, where are they going? Where do you think they went? To the beer? To yeah. The bar. <laughs> Straight to the bar. That's where you Everybody on the right hand side. Right. Everybody on the north side. Get as many mixed drinks as I can in me or as many beers as I can and I'm ready to go. They're like, what's this fence? Yeah. <laughs> and like, How do we get over it? Yeah. No, they didn't matter. I'm talking about the one down the middle. Did they just get all right up next to it, or how did that work? Like, no, they did. Everybody was super cool about it. They understood. It. They understood. Once again, there were other shows that were extremely a lot smaller that had done the same thing. Same thing. So they were used to offense, but then when there's thousands, it was like, whoa! It's this looks like, weird. You know what? It kind of reminds me like um, the under twenty one bars here, where there used to be a great bar out in Tempe called the Sun Devil House which I love my, uh-huh. one of my favorite places, but they'd have underage yeah. and there'd be a wall that say, this is under 21 and this is 21. And it was just, well, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. The, so it was the drunk people are 200 yards long <laughs> chain link <laughs> and caged animals. There weren't you know? a ton of they under 21 people there. <laughs> they were caged animals all subdued by booze. <laughs> You just keep beating them, please. Looking at it now, it's like, what? Well, how but did this there go? was, but there's things we had to do. To be fair, we had to. It's your first time going through. Well, not only that, but it was everybody else's first time. Like, you're going to do what? Oh, there's thousands of people coming. How are how you going to do, do this? This is the way you've had, everybody's done it in the past. This is the way you have to do it. Right. And then, you know, obviously we grow together. Right. Once right? you've done it the first time, you're like, hey, there's hey, your after, saw this, you know, after festival assessment. And like, hey, that fence really <laughs> has to go. So, all right. So then let's bring in Ralphie. <laughs> We're going to bring in the Ralphie a little bit and polish a couple things up from last week and Give some more a uh, couple of great stories that we couple have. Great stories. They're this. Good. Let's see if you can figure this out while we're talking. Oh, oh it's ringing, down? man. It's ringing. Is, is Ralphie going to answer as a question? There he is. Ralphie, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Oh, oh look at that response right away. That didn't even ring. Was it supposed to ring, Jared? It was my first time calling a guest. I think I muted it up until that point and just oh. randomly unmuted it, and it worked like a charm. Timing is Skill. everything. So, all right, Ralphie, we just got to the point where Luke has opened up the gates. People are filing in as the sun goes down. It's, I don't know. How would you describe that night, Luke? It was perfect. Yeah. It was beautiful out. It was like 80 degrees. And in North Dakota, 80 degrees isn't too hot. Right. It isn't too cold. It's just perfect. And there's no wind. No wind. Which is very unusual in the plains area of North Dakota. I'm from from Cody, Wyoming, where (laughs) I watched my little sister get blown down the street one day coming home from school. So I get the wind. So none of that. beautiful. There's no lightning. There's no, 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 no storm about nothing clear, so, clear as can be. Obviously you've been walking old ladies across the street and being a good kid to get all that good luck going. Hey, whatever, whatever turns the weather. man. All right. So you got the perfect night and then it's all of a sudden kind of dawned on you. I got to look at all of this. Everybody's coming to me with questions Correct. about the front of the house, the back of the house. What's going on here? 
what's the front of the house? So, I, well, the front of the house is going to be from the stage, the right. front of the stage, all the way to the back of the venue. Right. So, that's so that good. chain link fence from the front, that was all the way to the back. So that's why you really got <laughs> Ralphie involved. So the chain link fence was his problem. No, no, it wasn't that. It was a lot of other things. So he, so I was like, whoa, there's a lot of things coming at me. I go, hey, Ralphie, can you take care of? You already were taking care of the beer garden and the beer tickets, but hey, some people with some questions on tickets that. So don't get me wrong. We had a bunch of other team right, members. You had team members, but you're all still kind of in this first time phase where there's stuff coming at you that you're not a little bit. Yeah. So I needed somebody to buffer the front front of stage in front of house and say, Hey, if you have something, go to Ralphie first. And then if it escalates, get to me and then we can figure, we can go from there. And you've already worked with Ralphie from the mud run. So you're, you're good with it. Right. And you are obviously already got the food, food, uh, trucks, things going and the beer garden was just killing, you know, just right. killing it. So I, so I call, I go, Hey, I don't know, even know if I asked you. Did I even ask you? It was just like, hey, can you take this? And if anything, if anybody asked any questions, can you answer them? It was just one of those in-the-moment decisions, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there was just too many people that you could give answers to. So it was just easier to delegate it to me. I'm already up there for it. Um, that's kind of how I felt it went. It was kind of just spur of the moment halftime uh adjustment hey we need someone that can make the final decision up front ralphie can you do it yes so i like how this came about or when you guys were talking about it because you were like yeah we're 15 minutes in at 7 15 and luke's coming to me with a uh, a walkie-talkie and asking if i can handle the front where luke is like oh it, it was it wasn't 15 minutes and it was a lot longer than that right <laughs> but ralphie's like no <laughs> so you just handed him a walkie-talkie how often did he, did he use that walkie-talkie not much and you know what I, to be honest i really wasn't answering mine either right. well you got to be i don't want to say it's like a restaurant term like where you're in the weeds and you're just busy like you don't have time to think you don't have time to do anything you probably didn't even have time to really enjoy the music or all the other stuff because so many people are coming to you with questions about how to do this how to do that no and you still don't you know even even so now shoot we have a team of like 35 you know it, it, from front and back all the way around in operation so right. but even so you still can't just you can it, we can now, you know, pause a few few moments here and there, enjoy it, enjoy it, and smell the roses a little bit. But there's still many things happening. So when NDCF is coming up, what is that? Five, four. What are we going to call it? It's going to be five. Five. Mm-hmm. So five. You've got you've got a machine going. Oh yeah, it's well oiled so right it's now. It's not going to be like the first time where you're like, oh, <laughs> what's going on here? The best part though, when I when I came, I, what I do remember, I'm like, hey, can you can you help out in in the front of house and kind of handle some stuff? And you know what he said? Yeah, I got it. So and then I was like, yep, he's got it. So Rafi, what sort of stuff did you have to deal with, uh, with the front of house? Um, I pretty much had to deal with like, uh, people trying to get in the beer garden with, uh, IDs, uh, making what? sure that everyone's getting checked. People underage uh, want to drink. Who knew? <laughs> no, actually people wanted to get into the beer garden without an ID. So, so we card everybody. You have to have your license, which on is you. liability <laughs> standard reason. <laughs> right. They're not used to that. Up there. We knew that there was a lot of eyes on us and they wanted to make sure we were doing it right. So you did it we, right. We followed our policy a hundred percent. So as we still uh, do today, <laughs> yeah, that's even, 
more. Even well, you're down to a machine. You learned that. Uh, another one would be like everyone's trying to, you know, throw names around. <laughs> hey, Ralphie told me I can get a beer. Uh, Luke said I could have a VIP ticket. Even I wanted a beer, and they're like, "No, you don't you know him." <laughs> like, yeah. Fine. You're like, "Have you heard my laugh? I am signature Luke Schaefer." <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> After about an hour and a half of them walking over and trying to find me to see if they can give someone a beer, uh, they kind of realized that I wouldn't let anyone just have a free beer. So why? Why would you? Uh, <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your beer to give at this point, right? <laughs> Correct. So. <laughs> All right. So then I like the, what, the fence jumping. The fence we had some jumping. fence jumper trying to. Try to fence jump, yeah. but Ralphie would come back and throw him back over the fence. No, security. Are we talking <laughs> fence jumping in or trying to get over the six foot fence to get from the bar to the number? No, nobody tried that. Nobody <laughs> tried that. Well, we had people lined up on, on that one I and have, the outside too. I have in the most recent past don't actually be that guy Jared. don't be that guy a f- fence jumped onto the bird's nest at the phoenix open you're that guy uh it was wow. you know a full day of phoenix open i never would have figured and you. then i followed a group of guys and somebody was somebody who opened a gate and we oh. all went in to see kid rock unbelievable and i gotta tell you most amazing show i never expected to be amazing He's was kid rock. he was just great like, so how did we, what was the story on the fence, the fence, Jared jumpers, the fence, Jared jumpers. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. And then I like the one about the mannequin guys. Well, so let's talk about, about the fence jumper first. The fence, that jumper? Was good. <laughs> the fence jumper. We had this sem- uh, big Budweiser semi parked <laughs> along this oh, fence yeah. and it, 50 foot, uh, 54 foot semi. No way. That oh, yeah. was kind of our backdrop for our beer garden. It looked awesome. We needed a billboard. That's sort wow. of that uh, beer distributing uh, talent that you know how to set up the, the looks of it, huh? Oh, yeah. Product placement. Nice. <laughs> uh, but we ended up leaving a like a four-foot gap in between the semi and the fence, and there was a few people that, you know, made it to the top of the fence before uh, a few of us Caught on secure there and yeah, security. <laughs> so were they climbing the the van or the the truck to get over the fence or how was that working? The, the truck was on the festival bowl side. Okay. Uh, so they were trying to get over the fence in between the semi and the fence and sneak out, and then they were home free. Wait, right. How much was the ticket so, to the first one? 65 it was only one night one so night so 65 bucks. Gate, it was 65 or 70 bucks something like it was pretty so cheap. i guess 70 bucks or try to climb a fence and jump over but you know what that tells me you have a product that people want that's right if you're willing to steal or jump or put some stuff at risk to do it i'm like to get wow. it you really want to get you it. must really like it they're just trying to save some beer money <laughs> here let's hear that mannequin story yeah i like this one because okay so ralphie was also ahead of the vendors the craft vendors he was pretty much yeah. doing a little bit of everything up front <laughs> people keeping people off the fence line he was dealing with the booze <laughs> listening to so all the people we were, who say i know luke yeah we were getting uh winding down for the night uh i don't think the show was quite over but there was uh people wandering around you know <laughs> probably not where they should be a little bit inebriated maybe <laughs> oh it was late friends oh yeah it was probably about 11 
So probably had their their fill of drinks. <laughs> no. Uh, came up. I think he and I wasn't there right away, but this is what the story was told. Uh, he grabbed the mannequin and like headed towards the open door. So he thought it'd be a good it. idea to steal a mannequin <laughs> for <laughs> the night. Take him to the camping site for and have. Oh my! Uh, they were gonna have some laughs and jokes. And <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I could see young Jared doing something that stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the <laughs> vendor yelled, made a big scene. The guy, you know, was he gonna take it? Was he not? We don't really know. He stopped. He started dancing with it, making or trying to do a funny, funny joke, joke type thing. (laughs) Drunk logic right there. If I'm going to steal it, but I act like I'm (laughs) dancing, I'll get away with it. But if anybody who knows Ralphie, he can get real serious real fast. Real quick. (laughs) Stone eyes. Oh, yeah. What's going on here? Before I got there, he was a little dirty dancing. <laughs> There's got to be a video arm. of this somewhere. I want to see the mannequin dirty dancing. He broke an arm off of the mannequin. Oh, that's a little too dirty. So a vendor, I, I think he was from Minneapolis, mm-hmm, he came he up here. He was selling uh, cowboy hats, cowboy boots, uh, what do you kind need of that mannequin? Western wear. And he was upset. I got to travel this. I got all these expenses. <laughs> this guy's like, I was just dancing. I was having a good time. <laughs> so, you, you know, and you see Ralphie in between these Ralphie's two Judge Judy. One, he's got to hear him on side. One the guy's other. the vendor. Oh, and then one guy's sitting there with a man <laughs> in his hand. Just barely an arm. standing. Just an arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the arm. The vendor where the, the other pieces are. And then I, I'm sitting right in the middle, and I'm like, I don't want to let anyone down. Yep. What's, what's the call? Do I get security? Do I try to work it out? You know, I'm like, you guys got about five minutes to work this out, or I'm going to go get security. And they ended up working it out after a couple choice words to each other. How'd they work it out? Uh, they ended up, uh, ended up paying about. 250 bucks. What? 250 bucks? Drunk logic sucks at times. It just comes around and whacks you in the head. Shouldn't have thought that. He ended up being really cool about it. He, uh, I think he Venmoed the money to the vendor and wow it all know, worked out that, that's it impressive out. and there you have it ralphie working the front of the house judge judy <laughs> just making sure everybody's happy selling beers making people happy creating keeping, smiles and memories keeping people out of the fence <laughs> <laughs> repairing mannequins oh thanks ralphie thanks for coming in for the headliner we will uh see you shortly or we won't see you we will shortly hear from you on ralphie's top three i'm just gonna put ralphie on hold oh you want to be on hold you got a call. All right, Ralphie, we'll call you back. (laughs) All right, so the next one up is your big bro. Yeah, you know what? We talked a little bit about this on uh, the previous episode, you know, and as things were getting closer and closer. You start getting more and more nervous. Well, not, well, of course, right? Right. I mean, that's natural. (laughs) So who do you look up to? It'd be crazy if you weren't. Well, you know, it's one of those, obviously, uh, I'm the youngest of four boys. Four? Yeah, and this is uh, my oldest bro. But here's the kicker, right? So we're getting closer and closer. I'm like, oh, man, I need somebody to run the back of the house, which obviously is from the front of the stage. 
all the way to the back, right. not to the front, and you know, all the way to the back from the stage to the semis to the load in. That's got to be somebody you really trust because they've got to deal with the talent. Well, not. Yeah. Yeah. You're 100 percent right. They got to deal with the talent. But on the other end, they can't be starstruck and be like, right. oh, my gosh, that's Mike. Ray. I'm they Michael Ray. I'm a, I'm a, all my kids. They I'll can't give over their star slurping them up. My wife, can right. you do that? And be like, hey, how's it going? What do you need? Here's they just got to be cool. Food. Yeah. Act normal. Hey, what do you need? Well, you need somebody responsible. <laughs> you need. Sometimes you need somebody to bail you out. So how, <laughs> how many years older is your brother? Like 10? 10. Yep. 10. So he's a big brother. Yeah, he's my big brother. Yeah. But Scott's background he has a master's degree in education, and athletic administration. On that being said, he has tons of experience running athletic events. You right. know, shoot, I, at that time. I, I can't, I think it's 20 years of experience, you right. know, you know, whether it's, you know, football games, basketball tournaments, you name it, he had done it. So it was like, you've done this. It's just in a different, it's, it's just different a, atmosphere. No, it's just like a football game. There's Should be a lot more fun, <laughs> but you won't get to have any because you're going to try not to be starstruck and slurp up these guys. So I said, Hey, you want to, uh, you want to come and run back the back of the house? Uh, at Andy Country Fest number one? He's so, like, I'm in. I'm he, in. You need me? I'll come help you. He got a little more notice than Ralphie's 15 minutes. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> oh, he already had that handled. He already had that handled. It was just kind of just give him the walkie-talkie, make it official. <laughs> make it official. <laughs> All right, let's call your brother. So. Let's get him on, and we want to hear from him a little bit about back of the house, running that first-time event, first-time festival event. Hello? Um, hey, there he is. Is this... Luke's big brother. <laughs> I guess you could say that. Is this Jared? This is Jared. <laughs> the Jared. <laughs> the Jared. The, Jared so, the guy that's behind all the videos. <laughs> I am the guy that's behind all the videos. So I like that. Awesome. Ooh. So I just have two questions before we get started. So Luke talks about being the fastest guy at the Colorado football camp. And now, how is some scrawny little dude from North Dakota the fastest guy? Is he just talking smack here? Well, that was episode two, too, so you can check that out. You can check that out on episode Was he just talking smack, or did that really happen? That really happened, Jared. How'd you feel? It was pretty cool stuff because, you know, Hollis, I don't know if he told, I don't know how deep you went into it in um, episode two. You should but, go listen. Okay. <laughs> it's not how you. But, <laughs> Hey, he ended up running that thing four times. That's what he said. One, yeah, and he won each time. And, I mean, he blew those guys away from Colorado. He blew me. I was recording it on uh, on a VHS, VHS, old school VHS. Is, is there a recording still? Can you find that? Love oh, to put that out. I do have it, I think. Do you? Somewhere. That'd be awesome, dude. Yeah. Convert it and put it to digital. Yeah. So you're his big bro, and you're sitting there watching this happen. Could you believe it? Uh yeah, I could because, you know, big brothers, you know, a little bit biased, but I mean, <laughs> how fast he was, you know, and I'm pretty sure he talked about some of his games that he played in high school. Right. And, you know, little brother, Mike, you would videotape it and send it to me. And, you know, it's like one of those things where the, the free safety had the angle. You no, know, notice I said had the had angle. The angle. <laughs> And the guy was already 15, you know, he was close to him, but he had the angle. Yeah. Yeah. Luke was, Luke was, so he, he was, was, he was quite a football player. There's only one yeah. thing I know when I was lining up to run those races at the Colorado university, of Colorado football camp, right? That there was only one guy. There was only two guys cheering for me and I was one 
And the other guy was Scott, my big brother. Yep. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. <laughs> that he was it. Up in the stands. Uh, nobody. Yeah, there was nobody else. Nobody yeah, else everybody cheering. else had their Colorado guys or their Nebraska guys or then so on and so on. It was funny. It was great. It was yep. good. Yeah, it was a good yeah, time. Jared, you know, from North Dakota all the way to Colorado, and it was just like, hey, here we are. Let's do this. Let's see how it goes. And then he surprises everybody. He's the fastest dude out there. Yep. <laughs> that's impressive. Okay. And so we stopped in Wyoming, Laramie. And you stopped it. That's on the way home. That's where I went to yep. high school. Yep. So Laramie <laughs> Plainsman. Woohoo. <laughs> so, all right. So then the second question I have comes from doing my deep background on our interviewing skills. And um, Alexa wants to know who's your favorite child. <laughs> that is so that's a funny that she would say that. I have one favorite child, and that's both of them. Oh, smoking like a true dad. Uh-huh. Wow. And she got that right. That's what she said you'd say. So. Oh, All right. <laughs> nice. All right. So we're going to get into how Luke came to you and talked to you about being the back of house guy and kind of how that went. So yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the, the uh, run in the back of the house from the load in and, and uh, dealing with all the artists and the sound checks and the security and all that. What, what was your experience when you did that? Well, let's start the first time with Luke came to me in about, I don't know, was it middle of May towards the end of May? And he asked me, he goes first thing, cause I'm a teacher and he goes, yeah, when's your last day of school? <laughs> <laughs> so to clarify for everybody, our first one was in the first week of June. June. Now we're in yep. the second weekend of July. Well, but yeah, you so got a little more notice than than Ralphie getting fifteen minutes into the show. So <laughs> that's family. Well, I'm thinking of doing this country fest one day thing in North Dakota in June. I go when in June, well, about thirteenth, something like that. About June, I go about two or three weeks from now. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> And I go, what do you need? I said, what do you need? I go, I'm done. I go, I'll come up and help whatever you need me to do. You know, I had some, I had some experience as an athletic director in high schools. So putting things together, you know, organizing kind of things. You can do. So I could do that. And then I had a pretty good, you know, being an AD in Minnesota, you have a pretty keen eye of what the weather's like in that part of the United States. So, That's important. It's not yeah. like here where it's just hot or really nice. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I said, okay. And so, uh, three weeks later, I'm going to North Dakota, going to this uh, new Salem, North Dakota, <laughs> right underneath the Holstein. We're on the fairgrounds and he goes, we're going to put it right here. And I go, yeah, I could see that. And <laughs> could uh, you see it? Was it, was it legitimately was, in your mind's eye? You could kind of get a few for where it was going. We're putting, we're in this field and it's like, we're going to put the stage here. We're going to put this fence here. We're going to have the gate go through here. We're going to have the backstage behind the stage coming in through this. And I go, yep. Got it. So we start laying down the spray paint, spray paint. Oh yeah. Spray paint it up. And then boom, three days later, it's there. Well then it's like, so tell me this. Yeah. This is Luke wants to know how you (laughs) feel about something. So this is good. I remember it like it was yesterday. Of course, but yep. <laughs> um, when it was our first one together at, you know, on 2017, first Indy Country Fest, and all of a sudden there's five, five semis rolling in, and all of a sudden it starts happening. What did what did you feel like? I was like, "Holy cow!" 
I was like, hey, Luke, there's 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 a semi coming in. Here comes the stage. Here comes it. It was just like full of it. I mean, it's like you're getting ready for a big game. Uh-huh. That's what it was. It was exciting. And it's how everything comes together. Mm-hmm. It's like there's so many so many wheels in motion. And you've got, you know, from the stage to the fence to the beer truck coming in to the, the bartenders coming in to setting up the to setting up the green room that we had, you know, putting Ooh, the tables with there. Nice. What were we going to do for the floor? Because it was dirt, right? You know, this is mm-hmm. a field. So what was so the green room like? I want to know. That's it was just... actually, you know what? I believe that green green room, you know, with if we had air conditioning in that one is better than one we have today. So. What's a green room, just in case people? Oh, green room is the back where the artists hang out before they're going to go on stage. It's usually there's food there. They've got all their cool there. little writers. I want you know only green M and M. Right? Yeah, stuff. you're right. You're yeah. exactly yeah. right. You Did know, you have to deal with any of that, Scott? Yes. Yes. What was the craziest <laughs> thing you yes. had to do? Uh, the craziest thing we were okay. Here's the craziest thing: is that don't name names. Don't, don't name names. The craziest thing is that getting all that product. I knew, I know the Walmart inside and out in Mandan, North Dakota. That's awesome. I was going around getting stuff. I was in there for three hours. Me, Where are you at? I go, I'm just going to Walmart getting all this stuff that we got on this list. Oh, Holy cow. But we got everything. And we had everything except for one thing. And one guy wanted it and we got it needed coffee and we had that in our uh, <laughs> the only in one, the kitchen we had everything yeah we had took that from the kitchen but we had everything <laughs> and they were just hey every one of those artists were just like man you guys just you guys blew it up the green room we got carpet we got carpet uh patterns from i can't remember what it was menards or something like that <laughs> really? we had it all laid down tables there was furniture there was lamps we had generators around it was lights it was just right off the stage man it was it was great you know and then we're filing in you know you get backstage and you got you know get security there where i they had my phone number because they would get a hold of me because we had you know the meet and greets would come through the backstage so they had to come around uh where our gate was gates totally different than where it is now Mm, and but yeah it's like they came through i'm helping people coming through in a straight line for meet and greets, they're in, they're out, you know, there's no messing around. And it was, I mean, there were so many wheels in backstage from, we had artists loading in right constantly. Had you ever been backstage before of any show? Never, never, never. The only backstage I've been to is the ones that we've been putting on. So how did you try not to fanboy out? Are you a big country music fan or did you, are you like me and be like, uh, I'm not sure I know who this is, but you're important or how'd that feel? Well, I kind of who knew who they were because we had on our ice houses who was in which one. Right, so it was pretty cool. So Except let me let me one. let me. The ice houses were what we use for the artist dressing rooms. They okay. were fully air conditioned. Yeah. Right, and yep. they were the big, long. They're kind of trailers. Right, but those were we used ice houses for the for them to hang out. Yeah, they were go. great. Go ahead, go ahead, Scott. I just want to let everybody know they had a blast, and, and um, you know they were watching. How the, who who was that? Michael, was it Michael? Michael Kane? Michael, Michael, Michael Ray. Michael, Michael Ray. Michael yep. Ray. They were uh, big hands. You know, hockey was being played, you know, at that time. And so we ended up, somebody had a laptop. We ended up, they ended up watching a hockey game. The Predators. Before they won. Yeah. <laughs> You're close yeah, to Canada, so hockey's important, <laughs> I suppose. So I was like, but no, I didn't. I was just like, you know, because you're in a zone back there 
where you want everything to run smoothly and they, you know, from my perspective, me, that's how I deal with it. My AD thing came in. So I didn't get the old, you know, Hey, this is Mike, Michael Ray. And this is, you know, um, all those, I go, no, I go, we just had to make it run smoothly so that, you know, uh, it looked great. Everybody had a blast. Everybody had a good time. And then, you know, you're, you know, it's just, there's so many stuff. The semis unloading, you know, our first gigs coming in and getting their stuff unloaded, moving in now, getting them passes. And it's just, it's just a you're power, constantly going. Power of creation, right? It creates, yeah, it went from nothing to, to something. something. In, in, in motion, like, like Scott boom. said, there's tons of wheels moving and they're synchronized. Right. <laughs> Which is amazing because you didn't, had never done this in like never. five no. Months later, boom. Never. And still to this day, still to this day, people that were there, you know, from Nashville and, right. you know, all the man- touring managers and even the artists and all that kind of stuff, they still say, there's no way I would have ever guessed that this was your guys' first For show sure. ever. It I would have guessed it was probably your fourth or fifth. Really? Because so, they they yeah. had, you know, the way it was done and we did it right and we have right. experience and maybe is experience in other other types of industries, but yet same and they're like i never would have guessed it well it's an out-of-the-box situation because you're not you're not festival people right you're coming from other worlds coming in and doing it from a different angle and maybe a little bit better in some things or just differently so it works out well literally they said it was done at an extremely high level that's awesome go ahead scott but the experience that we had in other, you know, business areas from the education to look what Luke has to, you know, what Brandon has and the other people that came in, we were all brought in all our talents and it all came together and we were working as one team. It's a little kismet, a little bit of a uh, What is it? You don't know what kismet is. It's like <laughs> when every the world sort of randomly all comes together for a oh, perfect sure. moment. Yep. So, yep. Scott, what was your favorite story from backstage? Ooh, this will be good. Oh. Don't name names. Don't name. Don't name. It, oh, unless it's me or you it or whatever. Makes That's Luke fine. super right, nervous when you start talking about naming names. He starts <laughs> squirming. <laughs> you know, there's. You, know, you got to pick one. You have I to. Pick one. Pick you can't one. Ralphie it out. You got to pick what was your favorite moment. When people say ND Country Fest number one, the first one, and you're like, man, that was That's awesome. That's my story. Yep. What is it? it oh, God. I'm just trying to. The, the number one thing, like I said, guys, there's so much stuff that is just. So, Luke, what I, was yours while he thinks of his? What was mine? You know, and I know we're gonna we might have got to this a little bit later, but I'm gonna tell everybody right now. Yeah. Is that I knew one, I knew we had something when we knew obviously the pre-sell was amazing. The tickets you know, you for sold. what we were expecting right. to what happened, and then the walk-up was great as well. Um, but I knew for sure we had something. Obviously the camping was sold out too, but I knew we had something when Michael Ray was on stage. Yeah. And he played only two songs. Just two. Just so two. he just come on. He was literally five minutes. No, ten minutes into ten his, minutes into ten his min, into ten minutes into his ninety minute set. Right? Okay. Michael Ray just right. hadn't and literally he just had a number one song in the country. And that kind of worked out perfect, right? Oh, because awesome. it came out and he was sort of an unknown guy. Well he had a he had a couple of number ones, but then he he had put his new single out. And then it just him. boom. It, so you, yeah, again, went right to number one. It's Kismet. Everything sort of clicked in for the perfect moment for this thing. He only plays two songs. 
two. Two. And then after song number out? two, song number two is over. The whole crowd, mainly the right side, because everybody's the right side's <laughs> the beer side, right? The fence, yeah. <laughs> the, was just all Jen. One more song. What? One more they wanted song. An encore? One more song. That's it. One more song. The funniest thing ever. Well, then I knew. Everybody's, Everybody's there. They're time. having a great time. They're in this. They love it and whatever. But Michael That's Ray awesome. comes out and he goes, I don't know about you guys, but you got me for another at least 65 more minutes. So you got to <laughs> hang in there for me. <laughs> There's this laugh. That's so awesome. That was really cool. All right, Scott, <laughs> what's yours? You know, you had all, you know, all the artists there and everything going on. There's one thing that really came to mind the first year was when we were doing the meet and greets. Right. And everybody's back there. They're outside the fence and they're not really, you know, I had another person that was, you know, helping out. And I came over there and I go, okay, everybody's got to get in a straight line or nobody's coming in. <laughs> Everybody, boom, straight line. They walked in as a straight line and they walked out. And the guy goes to me, he goes, how'd you know how to do that? And I said, I teach physical education grades K through eight, and we're in a straight line no matter what. Oh. So that's the one thing that stuck out the first, the, the you know, all the other stuff is, you know, all the cool stuff and everything, but that's the one thing from the first year that stuck out the most. Hey, I'll tell you what, Scott, thanks for bailing me out hey. that first year. And thank you for still being a huge part of our team at ND Country Fest as the ops manager. And I think Jared has one more question. I thought you said this was, a, you weren't sure how this was going to go and your brother might not be, a, he'd be a quick interview. We weren't sure how. Well, it was I didn't know. Be. I didn't know. Yeah, what it was we're great. Gonna, it we got to awesome. bring him back for NDCF too. So we can talk about <laughs> stories then. Hey, I'll come back anytime. Hey, I, I'm still part of it. He goes, you want to come back for another year? I said, call me in. Oh, you call know what? And, and today, for all of our listeners and everybody listening and watching on our on the YouTube, Scott is a huge major part of ND Country Fest. He was there from the beginning. He's there year in and year out, and he's ahead of he's all family. of our... And he's family. Obviously, he's my big brother, and I appreciate him bailing me out. And also, um, he's ahead of our operations. So he knows it inside and out, uh, sideways and backwards, and, and everywhere and every square little inch of that area. And he does an amazing job. So, Scott, what, do you, what are you more proud of? Luke being the fastest guy at the Colorado football camp, <laughs> NDC Country Fest, or his North Dakota State University Bison football career? <laughs> or do we throw in the Arena Football League coaching, Them. too? There's so many things to pick. I would Paul say, Newman. right? I would say right now, right now, what he has done with ND Country Fest and the first time he told me he was going to do this. And when we left that place after Sunday, when it was over the first year, I knew he had something going real well because the, the way it was. Yep. It, it was. It's that feeling that you get. It's a gut feeling you get and you keep going with it. And that's why I'm still going and I'm having a blast. He keeps on asking, you having fun? I go. I'm having so much fun. I mean, it's not, doesn't even feel like I'm working. Hey, you know what, Scott, I'm going to keep you on here because the last thing that we want to talk about in this headliner segment is literally the teardown. Oh yeah. Like our teardown is amazing. So it goes so up then, in three days. So then it was up in two days, two days, and it went down in less than 24 hours. Boom, gone. And we're, oh. we're a no footprint left behind. We clean it. Yep. It's better than what we left it and gone. And I remember that first year, uh, when we cleaned up and we were gone, literally dust in the wind, the people from the town were like, all of a sudden we woke up the next day. It was gone. Gone. Nobody was yep. there. Nothing was there. So it was is super that a clean. combination of the operations or is that your campers were 
good at cleaning up after themselves or how'd that work out? Well, they are. I mean, there's other things that we do in the festival where we the keep it clean campaign and we have a great, you know, trans trash, which you know, right. of, it does a great job with us on that as well uh, for cleaning up everything, right. but it's also our operations and it's also our, our festival guests are amazing. They keep it very clean. Right. They know they like the environment. They like the whole thing, but also our staff amazing. And everybody we hire, we say, Hey, we need to clean up after ourselves. You have to clean constantly while we're there. So there's a big pile of junk and a huge cleanup at the end. So the end makes it a lot quicker, easier, and bang. At that day, it was less than, in that first year, less than 24 hours. Now, obviously, it's a way bigger show. Right. But yeah. now it's a little bit, what would you say, Scott? Maybe less than 48 hours and we're out of there completely. Exactly, we are. After it, that after that Saturday night, and with less than 48 hours, we're out. So you what's... Know, trans, right now, if you go back to the first year, we had a group that came in. Uh, the next morning took care of all the trash. They clicked, everything was cleaned up. Uh, the stage was already gone. Boom. They were out early. They were out early Sunday morning. We were taking back ice castles. We had all, everything was off the fences. All the, the banners were down. The fences were down. Everything was pulled. So by the time Luke and I, when we went, you know, another check, we went through the campgrounds. It was spotless. So we, didn't was- even, we didn't pick up a can. I mean, the way they, the campers came that were in there and they were having a blast, but they took all their track, their trash and put it in the dumpsters. And we were out of there. that that first year. It was Sunday night. We were, it was, it was game over. And still to this day that people that come from around the country and come to our festival, right. there's two things they say about us, our festival. They say, whole oh, man, is it clean? Right. And the other end is a, everybody's super nice three it's pretty damn affordable and three it's pretty damn affordable so scott what's more amazing the build up in two or three days or the takedown in one day to watch uh i would say that what was the first thing that you said the build up (laughs) to put up the town the mini town the stage and all that to get it all set up that's more amazing yep so because you see it all coming together in parts and you see, you know, you see the tent, you know, right now, you know, if you jump ahead to, you know, la- you know, not last year, but the year before the tents are in, the sweet tents are up, the stage comes in, the, everything starts getting filled in with the chairs. Um, it, the vendors start coming in, the stage is up in there. And, you know, that's the thing you see the stage going from up, you know, the speakers being up and then they start getting their sound checks and then everybody, you know, then it just takes them to a whole nother level. It's a whole nother level of adrenaline. I tell you right now, Jared, it's 100% adrenaline from Thursday, Thursday when we open the gates to Saturday night at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's when I passed out. It's 100% adrenaline because you're going and you're going and you're going and it's it it's it's I don't know how to describe it because <laughs> it's just unbelievable. What you can do as individuals, you know, what everybody working together and everybody, you know, all the spectators coming in and, right. and having a good time and, you know, enjoying it and eating the food and, you know, having cocktails and listening to the best music, you know, and it's just like, man. <laughs> and then next thing you know, next thing you know, the sun comes up Sunday morning. Gone. The trash is all getting picked up. The vendors are starting to leave. The stage is almost done and out of there and then the tents are coming down the chairs are being put away the banners are coming down and it's just by tuesday you're like 
and we well, can't wait festival. to do it all over you again. Get it, you want to get? You want to do another one three weeks from now? <laughs> hey, Scott, thanks for joining us so much on the podcast. Love you, brother. Thanks for ba- yeah, bailing too. me out the first year. You're a major part of ND Country Fest and the history of the whole thing in the future to come. That was a great interview, Scotty. Thanks for coming on. Hey, no problem, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. Bye. Brothers and sisters, I hear you asking yourself day after day, what am I going to have for lunch? Do I want another burger? Do I need another taco? Brothers and sisters, may I introduce you to Bruno's Pizza. The bread of endless possibilities. Bruno's Pizza. 910 East Front Avenue, online at brunosnd.com. Can I get a napkin? Speaking of Bruno's Pizza, we got Ralphie here to do his top three. Yeah, this is where we eat it away, Jared. We're eating it away? We give Ralphie the topic of his top three. He doesn't know what we're asking him. He has to randomly come up with what his answers are, and then he tells the Ralphie's top three. Top three. So we've been doing a bunch of music, so what did you decide this time? So, Ralphie, are you there, my friend? Welcome to the show if you are back. I hope he's there. It's good to be here, fellas. Good to be here. Hey, miss- great, great segment earlier. Oh yeah, on. Scott, killing well, it. That the headliner is probably our best one yet. You think? Oh, we're rolling. I was you, good. You can tell it's episode five, right? Ralphie was good. <laughs> Scotty was great. It was good. Here we go, Ralphie. Your top three sports movies. Ooh. Ooh. No. <laughs> Kiss me again. It's so hard. You had this to think about it. One. This is the easy one for me. All right, number out. three. <laughs> Miracle, miracle, the hockey, the yeah. horse, the horse. Yep. That's horse actually, <laughs> wait. Are we talking about horse or hockey? Because hockey, oh, hockey. I think you're thinking of secretary. You're least. talking about again, again, again. Number two. The name on the jersey on the back is more important than the one. On, the one on the front is more important than the one on the back. What's that? Again. Classic. That's when they're on the line skating. Have you never seen Miracle where he's no. mad at them? He goes, don't you forget the name on the front of the jersey is more in front of the more important than the name on the back. I, I watched the, the Miracle USA. on Ice on TV. The last the on way. the back it said Bennett. Bennett. <laughs> so the only the only hockey movie I've seen is Slapshot. Oh, and Goon. So if you haven't seen Goon, you should watch that. Okay, I like Miracle for number yeah. three. Number yeah. two. Yeah. Uh the program. <laughs> oh, under the table. So were you that guy like in high school, college? Latimer? Is that right? Is, it Lat- <laughs> Wait, is Latimer the guy on the roids? Yeah. With the, that's the, the guy that the goes place at the table, up. baby. Were you the running back who had to carry the ball around? They kept trying to knock I never hands? fumbled. You never fumbled? Mm. I love that movie. That's a that's a pretty good one. What did you like about that movie, Ralphie? The training camp they're like two weeks that they go through and it's just like i think it's uh guns and roses and it's <laughs> it's like the most like uh intense full like 10 minutes of a montage movie. yeah i gotta go back and watch that movie because now that we start talking about it i want to see it so well, from all that coffee you drank tonight you could probably drink it watch drink it, it and watch tonight right <laughs> watch it tonight and finish it up all right ralphie number one major league what Oh, major league Joe boo. Yeah. I'll do it myself. <laughs> and I edited hey, that. I played baseball for a while and softball. Big Joe boo fan. Like, uh, the biggest problem is son. I didn't cut you. I think somebody's having a little fun. <laughs> God, with I love that movie. I watch it every year. So 
Speaking of Major League, I know that you took a recommendation I had and watched Mr. Ted Lasso on uh, Apple TV Plus. I did. It's a little Major League-ish, right? Yeah, it's good. Uh, well, it's not quite Major League, but it has elements. <laughs> so Seeing is the most important thing, son. <laughs> it, it ain't that important. Ted Lasso's a little <laughs> bit Luke Schaefer-ish, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, I see some of it. A little Mr. Optimism, always uh, thinking on the positive side. Yeah. All right, Luke, what's your number one sports movie? Mine? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Only thing that came to mind right away. What? Rocky Four. Rocky Four? I'm a Drago? I don't know if that's I'm a Drago. Russian cut. You see, he's not oh. a machine. That's, you see. That's awesome. That's your number one sports movie. Eyes on fire. I'm good. Strong <laughs> design. No spots. No TV. How can you get anything done around here? Not Rocky One. Honorable mention. I could understand Rocky <laughs> One, but Rocky first one. thing that came to my mind. Hey, I don't know. I'm going with uh, <laughs> for the love of the game, but that's just because I got a huge Costner man crush, and every time that every time that movie's on, I will uh, stop drop everything. I do. I'll just watch it. I get a little teary eyed uh, at a couple parts. It touches the soul. Clear the mechanism. All right, clear the mechanism, and then he'll watch Dances with Wolves. <laughs> uh, that doesn't catch me. Uh, then I'll go. Tonka. Huh? This tells you oh. how big my Westworld or my uh, Westworld, my Costner crush is. I love me some Waterworld. I will actually watch that <laughs> That's movie. That's a terrible I, show. I'm the only terrible guy. Show. I'm the only guy still watching that movie. <laughs> All right, Ralphie. Thanks. Like Yellowstone though. Oh, Ooh, that's pretty good. That's a good recommendation. Oh, you're talking. I like that. Oh, you're talking. Thanks, Ralphie. Another amazing top three from the Ralphie. Thanks for joining us. You have a good, excellent Thanks. Rah, rah, rest rah. of your time. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared, let's, let's, uh, you know, what are we doing? Yeah, we're getting stage and left. Stage <laughs> it's been a long night already. <laughs> Woo. Let's get personal. All right, stage left. So what I'm assuming for Labor Day, you went up to the uh, Schaefer campsite and had a good time. We we are. We did, and we did have a good time. Here's a quick story for you. All right. So this is primitive. We're primitive camping. We're in the middle of nowhere. Primitive? Primitive. Like no there's showers? No, no. Yeah, there's nothing. No electricity? No electricity, no water, no showers, no nothing. No, what nobody, about the internet? No. What? No internet, nothing. How do you live like that? Oh, it's great. You're living kids like a savage? It. Like a savage? Savage. My kids would like that. So they got little like lion, lion cloths on and, you know, clubs. Oh, they can yell for miles. Is nobody that will hear you. That's great. I always love coming to pick you up or when we get to go on Tuesday or when we're recording <laughs> this. And it just sounds like your household is a chaotic, fun mess. <laughs> it's a, just a bunch of little Schaefers running around yelling and laughing their heads off. They have fun. They're like, Jared's here. Ah! <laughs> get a <it>, Starbucks. Ah. <laughs> All right. So, oh, I just dropped that. That wasn't cool. you just dropped the Starbucks. Are so, we getting paid? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. The, um, so Friday. All right. We're up there. Okay. Beautiful. It's up just south of the can Grand Canyon Rim. Right. At night, it gets to 60 degrees. Ooh. Camper, we open up the windows. It's beautiful. Right. Now, if anybody knows anything about primitive camp, there's nothing. nothing like, you don't there. hear traffic. You don't hear nothing. You can, you can hear a branch snap from a mile away. And you totally, the thing I noticed about Arizona when I moved down here from Wyoming is, and I don't know if this is true or not, but the stars, oh, like it's amazing. It is unbelievable up there. It's like you can grab them. And we can see the Milky Way up there. By the way, I've never said that to you, but you can. It's, it's funny because, like, when you come from 
up north or smaller towns. Like when I first moved here, I remember the first time I went to go down to Tucson and meet somebody and I drove out of Phoenix and I'm like somewhere between Phoenix and Casa Grande and all the city lights went down and I was like, Oh wow. Like stars. Like what the hell's going on? Amazing. Right. Anyway, full moon out. Okay. It's 3am, 3am, 3am. You're still up. No, 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 we're sleeping with windows, but all of a sudden you hear some Yodis howling. Ooh, that's, and we have dogs, right? That's so, when your primitive brain starts to wake up, right? Well, a little bit, right? Well, our big dog, our big dog, Max, he's half German shepherd, half boxer. Ooh, he's a big boy. He's, he's six. He's about seven months, but he's about, he's pushing about 70 pounds. Ooh. Um, so half German shepherd, half boxer. He's ready to go. So he heard it and it, they were probably at that point, I would say they're probably a couple miles away. Right. And, but he, you know, he didn't yet howl or nothing, but he was, he was just, like, mm, you know, I'm like, oh, whatever. And went and everybody went back to bed and it was just coyotes. I mean, right. we hear them all the time out there. And, uh, so about four 30, we hear them again. No. And it was like, Ooh, a little closer. That's close. <laughs> <You're> like, <"I'm laughs> that's close. Hello. And you could hear a few of them. I, my guess at that point, I was, there's probably four of them. Okay. And, um, and then maybe five minutes later. We literally hear them and they're probably maybe I didn't I couldn't find the tracks or anything, but it seemed like they were like right there in our camp. Right. And one of them, they're howling and chirping a little bit. I don't know if anybody knows much about coyotes, but right. they're chirping a little bit, but then all of a sudden one let out, let out a growl, like you know, like that. Like, like really Max went berserk. Went berserk. Like it's like a lion was in there and he just went. Like I thought he's gonna jump out right. a closed window and go after him, and literally I was like, "Whoa, what's going? What's he doing?" And uh, gone. The coyotes, like, yeah, not gonna deal. They're with like, "We're out of here!" And I don't know. They took out a bolt and running. We didn't hear him. That we haven't heard. We didn't hear him for two. We didn't hear him ever. The, the again. entire time you were, up yeah, there. the rest of the time. So he was. He got after. It. He was ferociously mad ferociously mad and here's like a seven seven month old german shepherd boxer mix mix that was a big ready uh, to go protect his family that was a big uh great papa moment there for for me <laughs> you were all proud i was like ah. Oh. then the next morning we we leashed up and we walked around the perimeter to try to find the tracks try to make make sure that they knew that he was still there huh oh they oh man I, they must have freaked out but that was it that was uh, exciting at 4 30 a.m and that was fun old max came through and uh <laughs> got rid of the wilderness around us Nice. What did you do, Jared? What do you got? Or what do you have going on? Big news for you. Yeah, I was supposed to go see Tenet at the movie theater so we could talk all about that experience. However, um, the current Mrs. Bennett did not want to go Sunday. We were supposed to go Monday, and then she decided that she would rather do something else. So I did not do my homework. However, it's going to be our 25th anniversary here. Wow. Tomorrow. You should hit like a button for uh, that. A button? <laughs> What button do you think it is? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's your 20th, 25th <laughs> anniversary. Oh, there we go. Don't touch the buttons anymore. Uh, so 25th anniversary. Uh, we got married at the Phoenix Zoo. Uh, we were one of the... we. I say we're the first person to get married at the Phoenix Zoo yeah. because they had just built a pavilion there. Uh, we're the first to use it. Very nice. Uh, my wife will argue that point with me, but come on. We're the okay, first. Okay. Uh, so normally the greatest thing about getting married at the zoo is that every year you have a built-in anniversary go-to. Yeah. If you can't think about it, let's go down to the zoo and wander around and see the animals and just see our – we have a brick that says Jared and Heather, oh, I do wow. the Phoenix Zoo. <clears throat> 
Um, if, have you been down to the zoo? Yeah. You know where that times. splash pad is? Oh, yeah. That's where we got married. Wow. So it used to be like this field that was all grassy and soggy. And, and now it's a splash pad. Now it's a splash pad. <laughs> so we just go to the splash pad, and that's where we got married. But this year. But this year, they're closed. Ooh. So stings. It means I get to go see my movie because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> and our favorite uh, Italian food restaurant is going to be open. So as much as it'd be a hardcore 25, we should do something, you know, a party or something like that. Uh, Would you say your 25th anniversary is somewhat postponed? Postponed. <laughs> so that's 25 plus we got five years dating too. So it's it's been a nice long haul. So I joke about the current Mrs. Bennett because she's pretty much the only Mrs. Bennett at this point. <laughs> so if you know me, it's a really funny joke. If you don't know me, then you're like, oh, what's this dude? Well, have a blast on your 25th anniversary postponed pre whatever it is. Movie. Our COVID. I want to hear about your movie. Experience. Our COVID. I do too. So uh, Jared, how can they find us before we get the hell out of here? We've got the, if you go to iTunes and search the podcast, we're there. And then uh, we're also on YouTube, smash and bang all the buttons. <laughs> and then uh, leave comments, rate and review, subscribe. And then we're going to wrap it up because you know what's playing this weekend? NFL football. All right. That is something definitely we want to talk about next, next time week because I had be a exciting. fantasy football draft. Ooh. I didn't think that was going to happen. And it's so. exciting to see how that's going to pan out. Right. So it'll, be it'll give us something to talk about next week because we'll yeah. actually have football to watch. I'm excited. All right. So, hey, 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 if you like this song that's coming up right now, that's our boys, Quaker City Nighthawks of Queso Blanco. We're getting the hell out of here. Here's to you. Here's to me. You know the rest. And we are.